Welcome to the Pitchside from the Plex podcast, discussing all things youth and amateur sports. We are broadcasting from the Adventist Healthcare Fieldhouse at the Maryland Soccerplex with your hosts, Matt Libber and the one and only Kim Walter. Welcome back, everybody, to Pitchside from the Plex. Kim, you ready for season two? Ready? Let's, I'm ready. Let's do it. <laughs> season two, here we come. It feels like we haven't done this in like six months. Yeah, I know. Uh, I might I, be a little out of practice. I, I don't think we have done this in six months, to be honest. Yeah, it's been a busy, it was a busy year, Yeah. even though, you know, yeah, circumstances we, were not always the best, but it was a busy year for us. Yeah, we, uh, we, we decided to do this because we were bored during COVID, and now COVID's from a sports side, we're back and, and running again. So we're like, oh, we'll still do it. And we're like, we have no time for this. <laughs> so it's, it's been a hot two. second since we went in. So so season two, let everybody know what we're going to do for this one. Okay, so it's all about women in the sports industry, and I'm super excited about it. Yeah, it was something that we thought was appropriate, especially the, the times we're in. Um, you know, obviously we've seen what's going on the NWSL right now, and, you know, the team, the spirit used to be here, and it kind of put it front and center for us, and we figured, hey, let's let's talk about it and, and not hide away from the subject and, and see what we can get out of people and, and go from there. Yeah, and ask people about their experiences, giving them a chance to talk about what they're doing now. Um, so the good, the bad, and then also, you know, the, the positive, what makes women in sports, uh, you know, a good thing. Yeah, and what the struggles are and, you know, let's have an open conversation about what we need to fix and do better with and, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be fun. Um, hopefully it's some learning experience in there too. Yeah, absolutely. So we have some good guests. We already have a, a lot of guests lined up. Um, so we're going to talk with somebody from USA Basketball. Um, so that will make Alexis real happy. Yeah. Uh, she can ball his life for her. <laughs> uh, USA Football. We have someone from Ironman. We have a athletic director, a college athletic director. Um, we have somebody that's a sports commentator for a major network. Um, we have somebody from the venue side of things. So doing what we do every day, um, we're going to talk sports tourism. Cause I feel like I talk about sports tourism all the time. Cause it's, you know, my go-to, yep. um, the wide range, you know, our highlight and I don't want to speak to who it is, but it's, we're going to have somebody from the LA Olympics come and talk to us, which, um, I didn't know about that. No, that's a surprise. Ooh, that, that's yeah. a surprise. I'm learning guess. that now that's cool yes uh she's pretty big so uh we'll we'll save that surprise for later on but um she's going to drop some knowledge on us i'm pretty sure 100 percent. looking forward to that one (laughs) so um one of the things we decided we're going to do this this season is we're going to ask the same three questions to every guest um you want to run through what we're going to ask them yeah so we're going to ask everybody what challenges uh they've experienced in in working in the industry or what challenges they have seen others experience. Um, we're also going to talk about the advantages that women have in this industry and the perspective that they bring to the industry. Um, and then what advice they have for women coming up in the industry, which is something that I'm super excited to hear. Um, and hopefully that will help others who are, you know, want to be in this industry and, you know, maybe a little bit scared, um, but hearing the advice from all of these fantastic women um, will hopefully encourage everybody that this is a, a path they can take. So we're, we're going to put you on the spot. What's your answers to these questions? Uh, okay. So um, what, what are your challenges that you see for women playing in sports or working in sports? 
Well, and I think, well, see, I think this is where you have a good perspective as well, because I think sometimes you've been privy um, to some of the challenges that I've experienced. So I think at times, you know, they, if we're both in a room, they tend to look to you instead of me, even if I'm the one who's maybe their direct POC or... It's because I'm better looking, let's face it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Um, So they tend to defer to the male in the room instead of even instead of me, which I may know more and I may be more experienced, but um, they don't always recognize that or respect that. Um, The challenges I've had, uh, I mean, in college, uh, there were very few women in my program. So even having like peers, um, when I was in college, group projects, a lot of the times I was the only female in the group. Um, Which is kind of shocking because Florida State is still a majority like female school. Yes. Um, it's gotten better, but it's still like, it's a little, it definitely skews a little bit more towards uh, women. Um, For but those that it, don't know, Florida State used to be an all-women school. It was a teacher's college first, yes. Um, the, so yeah, that was, those are the challenges, some of the challenges that I've had. Um, in terms of advantages that I think women have in this industry, I think some of our guests have already touched on this one. Um But I think women's attention to detail um, is sometimes our strength. Um, We focus on the little things, um, whereas I think sometimes men tend to see the bigger picture and they don't always focus on the the little details that get us there. Um, And then, you know, I think women naturally are, I think, are more empathic. So particularly in public-facing roles or dealing with – with fans or dealing with public or dealing with, um, you know, clients, we tend to be maybe better at that. Um, we can see things from their perspective and then kind of nurture. Um, and then in terms of what advice I have for women coming up in the industry, um, my biggest piece of advice, it comes with a little bit of a caveat, but is to not, don't say no. Every opportunity is a learning experience. So if somebody, if you know somebody who is offering you an opportunity or if you see an opportunity and you're kind of hesitating and you're second guessing whether that's the right thing to do, I would say jump in, go for it. And if it's, and if it turns out to be something that, you know, you look back on and you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that. It was a learning experience, right? You know, yeah, I forget who has the quote, but there's no such thing as failure. It's just learning. Correct. Yeah. I think that's that's my biggest piece of advice. And that's something that I think I wish I would have done more of is just say yes and and don't second guess it and then learn on the fly. Um, and then I think others, again, some other guests have mentioned this as well, is, you know, this is a this is a very small industry, right? So don't burn bridges, you know, and and uh, always make a good first impression, and then continue with the, making those impressions, right? So don't give up on contacts that you've met, you know. Continue to to widen your pool of people that you know, um, because you never know what who you might be in a room with later on, or where you might be and you might run into them again. Um, so I would say always, always make a good first impression. Yeah. There's a couple of things I'll touch on. One, um, our good friend, Megan Schmidt, my <laughs> former colleague at elite tournaments would definitely agree with your, your challenge of where 
people will be in the same room as me. Yeah. And she will literally tell them the same thing I tell them right behind her. And they'll say, okay to me and would have ignored what she said. Yeah. And it would drive her nuts. Oh, I mean, that's, it, that's happened to me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, it's like I say the same thing, but you say it and they respond to you, but not to me. So. Yeah. I mean, the empathetic part, like, you know me well enough. <laughs> I'm not empathetic at all. I'm terrible at it. No, I'm terrible at it. Yeah, you're, you're spot on on that one. Yeah. And then kind of an extension of what your advice would be. I would also tell people, it, it's pretty much what you were saying, just a twist on it, is don't be afraid to try something that you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Um, or you may think you're not qualified to do it. I'll be honest with you, most people aren't qualified for most of the things they're doing anyway until they start doing it. Right. Um, you know, we're learning that in the hiring process for some of the positions we have here that we're throwing people into things and learn by fire, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, one of the great stories that I've heard is one of my former professors um, used to, as he interned with Major League Baseball. And one, he, his philosophy was, I'm going to be the last person in the office always. And yeah. he stayed late one time, and the only other person was the commissioner. And he ended up helping him on a project, got hired on by Major League Baseball, worked his way all the way up, was you know high up in a lot of teams. And it was all because he stayed late and was willing to do something he had no idea what he was doing. But he's like, I'll figure it out. And and that sort of lead, this is just advice for anybody in, the, in this industry, the female or not, um, is – you should not be telling other people to do something that you would not be willing to do yourself. Um, so the, if you're in a managerial position, my philosophy has always been, if I ask you to do something or if we're, if there, this kind of parlays into another story, but if there's something that, um, that, a, you know, a bad situation, if you're not the first one there to, to help solve it or to be there with your other teammates or your other employees to fix it, then, then you're, you know, that's just not a good look. What's this other story? What did I do wrong? No, I was referencing the the our call or our conversation with Jana, actually. Yeah, it's like if you're not going to be there to fix it and if you're not going to, if, even if it's a terrible situation, then um, I'll leave that story for the podcast. But um, then, yeah, then you, sh- you, can't, you can't speak on it if, yeah. you're, not, if you're not there to, to do it as well. Well, this season should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. We're still uh, – we're still – Working on some guests and getting some more people in there, but we're we're gonna make sure that we have some strong, powerful women to give some good advice and, yeah, and tell some war stories and make us do better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, we'll see you the rest of the season. Thank you for listening to the Pitch Side from the Plex podcast. Head to mdsoccerplex.org to check out other episodes follow us at MD Soccerplex on Facebook Instagram and Twitter be sure to join us again soon Pitchside from the Plex is produced by Matt Liver and Alexis Andrew Cat Price with support from Kim Walter and Gary Berg